Welcome to the On So Many Levels podcast. It's a podcast about a bunch of random things, mostly things we enjoy and a little bit that we don't. My name's Chris. Steven. Well, I was fast. <laughs> I'm Steven. <laughs> this is like a race, uh, which we both lost. Or one of us lost. I don't know. I mean, I lost. You came in second. I mean, you I came in first. Concede. I I came in second. I refuse to concede. <laughs> I lost. I'm conceding. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so let's, uh, talk about some news. Um, the first bit of news is kind of disturbing. We have Rudy Giuliani <laughs> leaking from his face during a press conference where he is spouting nothing but lies and conspiracy theories. Well, and this also just you, when you said it like that, I just realized, <laughs> didn't Donald Trump, hasn't Donald Trump's like whole motto for the last four years been, no more leaks. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, it was so gross. It was and disturbing. It I know was it was disturbing. just a hair dye, probably, but yeah. If you're sweating just, that much that your hair dye is running down your face, you're probably lying. Or if you're buying your fucking hair dye off the shelf at Rite Aid, <laughs> just or and applying it just before you go to a news conference, like you didn't wash it out, yeah, you just put hair dye in his hair. Or if you're 150 years old and you're worried that people are gonna know you're old because your hair is no longer jet black, right? Super weird. It's almost as good as his press conference behind the, uh, you know, that place. Yeah, was yeah, it? landscape. Four seasons. Yeah, landscaping. Yeah. This has just been fun to watch. <laughs> it <think>. really has. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much. Go watch the press conference. It's quite it's, disturbing. He also wipes his face with a boogery <laughs> handkerchief. <laughs> well, oh, that's so uh, gross. But anyways, uh, on to number two. Um, for all of you out there, the the few that picked up a PS5, uh, did you play Miles Morales? I hope so, because it's really good. It's really good. I played a lot of it. I wish I had been on PC, but I understand yeah. the reason for exclusivity. On yeah, it's good. Um, it's a really short game. I think it, I beat it in like eight hours, and I was doing some side stuff. There's still a lot of side stuff I didn't do. I'm like, I think 70% done with the oh, game, okay. but 100% with the story. We just, play games in the completely opposite fashions. Yeah. I wish I didn't, but I get so distracted by everything happening that I have to, everything's a breadcrumb. Yeah. for me and so I have to finish I don't end up finishing a lot of game stories because I end up spending 500 hours doing side <laughs> stuff and I never get through the story. There's a lot of fun side stuff in this. I think my my thought process was just get through the story because it's really interesting and then I'll go back and collect all the suits and do all the stuff and I got the only suit that matters. Okay? I got the Bodega Armani. cat suit. Oh. No. He has a cat in a backpack and it the little cat wears a Spider-Man mask on his face and it's fucking adorable and he pops out of the backpack and does little like meows and stuff as you're flipping around that's actually my favorite thing about uh, about those games in general or costumes yeah there's definitely not as many costumes as there are in the other spider-man game that makes but there's, sense there's quite a bit and they're pretty cool there's one animated one that is the uh like the movie costume mm-hmm. And actually changes his proportions and everything, and it's it's fully That's animated. That's cool. It also has that uh, um, cool mod that makes it feel like he's animated like the, the movie, which you can actually take that mod off and apply it to any of the other suits, which is kind of cool. He's got a really cool Power Ranger-looking one. 
What's it? What like, are they from? I don't know. I I don't. I know think some of them are just designed. Oh, okay. Like uh, just for fun. Yeah, because uh, I can watch. Like you can get costumes in the the, uh, the OG Spider Man, Peter Parker Spider Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember because he's been around for a hundred years and all and all this stuff. <laughs> so many different storylines and random places that these suits come from. And then Miles Morales, I don't know enough about. Yeah, I think a lot of them were designed for the game. I know Dave, the artist Dave Raposa, designed yeah. a lot of the the suits. Um, one of them is very common rider, Power Rangers style. It looks pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, then there's just a lot of variants of like his normal suit or like he has uh, quite a few that are like streetwear suits. It's kind of cool. He's wearing like Jordans. Or, well, they're not Jordans. They are. They're, we know they what are. they are. Yeah. And it's cool that. Yeah, it's super cool. The game is really fun. Uh, it also, I mean, it's a whole different like perspective than the other Spider-Man. So you're dealing with a lot of like um, problems in Harlem and like the side quests are about you getting to know your community versus like just helping the police, which is what Peter Parker does. This is like, there's a barber shop that got robbed or interfering and stuff that you actually don't know what you don't actually know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Two brothers getting in an (laughs) argument and you just dropped one off of a building. Right. And yeah. the other one's like, no, Spider-Man. That, it was <laughs> no, just Miles has a little sandwich. bit more more care and attention to what he does. No, I mean, it's, plus it's cool because it's him at like 17. So he's still learning how to be a Spider-Man. Yeah, it's what, I imagine very much kid. like the Into the Spider-Verse. Is that what yeah. it's called? Mm-hmm. I, okay, I didn't want to mix up two. Yeah, it's a lot. Titles. I mean, they definitely pulled a lot from that, but they, they also made their own version of okay. the story, which is pretty cool. Uh, on to the third part of news that's also video game related, Godfall. The game sucks. <laughs> uh, I really want to elaborate, but it sucks. Sucks. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's 2020. <laughs> and, like, if you're going to give me an action-packed, like, Destiny ripoff hack slash game, give me armor. Like, at least a few pieces of armor. Instead, they made you feel like you're Iron Man or something, and there's a bunch of suits on the wall that you can eventually unlock. However, they don't really do anything different. So, like, there's little groups of, like, three, I believe, where all the suit really does is change your, your like, God Fury power or whatever the hell it's called, or Archon Fury, I think is what it's called. And, unfortunately, they're all similar. So they don't actually feel any different from the next one. So there's no point other than visuals. Well, and that's annoying too, because I hate seeing, <clears throat> I hate seeing what kind of costumes and stuff or right. things you, like that that I'm going to you unlock. You see them right out the. Yeah, game. I don't like that stuff because then yeah. by the time I get them, I'm like, ah, I've already been staring at this thing. No, but also like, who sat at that table and was like, you know, what's really fun is when people don't get to collect things. You know who it was? They get to pick them off the wall. You know who it was? It, who's ever produced Rise, Son of Rome for the Xbox One launch? It felt the same. And then and then, Microsoft maybe didn't... Maybe that guy just recused himself from video games as there was a <laughs> conflict of interest for him having anything to do with a video game. And then Sony was like, you know what? People will buy anything if it's a launch title. We, well, it's not just a Sony game. Godfall? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's also on Xbox. Is it on Xbox right now? I believe so. Oh. I can double check. Uh, I think it's also going to be a PC game. Okay. They're so hitting all of it. Yeah, that's which pretty good. I don't so understand bad. if they're I was they're pretty going. sure I knew PC, but I didn't know it was 
Maybe a delayed yeah, launch. I for... think it's uh, right. So right now it's it's PlayStation Five and Epic Game Store, <laughs> and the reviews on it are terrible. Like yeah. just looking it up, the first quote is "Godfall lacks any substance to justify itself at Godfall. all." Also known as "God damn it." <laughs> 69% of people like this. It's got a three out of five on Eurogamer. It's bad. It's not good. And what's sad is the visuals are good. The actual gameplay, like the the combat mechanics, that's what stellar. I read. That's what I read is that at a, if it was the core, the foundation of the game was definitely strong enough to build a well thought out functioning game. Well, and let me let me re let me rephrase. Maybe I, I started a little too harsh. It doesn't suck. It's incredibly underwhelming, especially when it's a $70 video game. Yeah, that's this whole bullshit with the fact that now they're next gen. $69.99. Yeah. And then being like, well, it's $70 because you get a copy for the old system and a free upgrade. Yeah, a free fucking upgrade. It's not even, it's not a free upgrade. About the game for Xbox, and then the Xbox comes out a week later. You're not really. <laughs> if no. you didn't offer that, I just wouldn't have bought the game two weeks earlier. Right. I waited or for, I would just wait and buy it on the new system for the normal price. Yeah, that's what I. But then they're like, well, because it comes with the, um, it comes with the old version, and the, and why would I want both? No. Why would I want one that plays on my Xbox One and my Xbox Series X if I already have the Series X? God, this guy's quote is also good. Welcome to Godfall, a routinely inoffensive, sometimes likable adventure that's impossible to love. It pretty well, much sums it up. And I heard the the thing that sounds most frustrating is I had heard that the combat was really good. It is. And that's the worst. That's the worst crime of all: making really, <laughs> really great combat and then having a terrible game around yeah. it. Like that's they also awesome. did this thing where everything's really shiny. Oh, like the world's clean. It's a beautiful world, beautifully designed. Uh, well, let's just call them suits. That's what you wear as a suit of armor, whatever. Uh, but everything looks like it's brand new. It like, like it just wet? came right out the factory. I'm like, this is... Does it have that wet Warframe look to it? Warframes uh, make sense because it's kind of like this weird no, it's symbiotic it's thing. It's really bright and shiny. Oh. Like, like, uh, like it feels like if you were in like, like heaven or something. Like, you know, where everything's... But there's still broken stuff around. It just nothing has like any... There's dirt. no ambiance. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's it's very strange. Um, it sounds like maybe they were trying to, they made a game with the intention of showing off next gen console hardware yeah. and yeah. then forgot to make a game. They just forgot a few things. Like that's the, at the end of the day, the game is not bad. It, I played it for a couple hours. I would probably play it with a friend. The things I don't like is that it's again, it's 2020. I'm over, I'm over the, the lazy game design. All games should come with a character creator, unless it's a like you're playing as Spider Man yeah. or you're playing as the X Men or something. But in this game, I don't care who this guy is because this world doesn't exist in any other sense of the world. Yeah. Like I haven't read about it. It's not a comic book. It's it's whatever. Who cares? And it's not God of War, so I'm not. I don't care about playing. You know, a Kratos wannabe. Yeah. And this puts you in in some random dude. 
and then you go from suit to suit. And that's the other thing that doesn't make any sense. You start off, you're a dude. You get in other suits, and some of the suits are are clearly female suits. And then your voice changes, and they don't they don't they, <laughs> they don't talk, t- about, talk it, about it. Which it. I'm like, it just, it's fine. I just want to know what the hell's going on. The thing on. was though, and you know, in development, they had like, they said, all right, I don't want to sound lazy or make everybody feel lazy. So what we're all going to do is we're going to sit around and we're going to convince each other how high <laughs> level, yeah, how just deeply philosophical this whole idea is with changing your suit and gender without any kind of dialogue or narrative around it. And they just like, we'll just sell this as like some philosophical breakthrough in video game I mean, design. I think they're, they're trying to say that you're just like a, you're like a soul yeah. that goes or something like that. Exactly. I don't know Stop yet. I'm feeding into it. I haven't played enough of it, so I don't <laughs> I know. know. But it's just, it's, it's sad because yeah. it could be with like like three tweaks, just little tweaks. Break the armor sets up. Let me pick them up as loot because that would be, I think there's like 20 suits or something divided by five a piece. That's a lot of pieces of armor you could pick up and have fun with. Yeah. Kind of like, um, I think a game that did really well with that was Darksiders, the number yeah. two. I like that. Because there clearly was like suits that you want to, or like, you know, armor sets you want to wear yeah. for bonuses. I or think people like, uh, people but like you can loot. Your own stuff. Yes. Like that's. And the, the weapon loot is awesome because there's, there's like big swords, there's normal sized swords, big swords. We'll call those great swords. Oh. Uh, Wait, are they called big swords? No, I, oh, just, okay. I just called the big swords. <laughs> there's like great swords, normal swords, then there's like dual wielding swords, there's hammers, there's axes, there's pole arms. So there's quite a lot to choose from and they're all different looking and then there's armor and then you don't but you don't even get that you get crafting material and then you unlock the piece of armor and then that's what you wear it's really dumb because they could have made it just like here's a bunch of loot yeah even god of war went to a good loot system they also stole the shield from god of war oh that's hilarious we go to block it goes for those of you who can't see what I'm doing, it Lighting forms the, the circle room. in layers. Like you can see in this image too, like the shield is layered just like oh, his. It's exactly yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. They were like, that's a good idea. Let's steal it. It's pretty dumb. But overall, the game is just, it's playable. It's just Fine. not, it's just 70 bucks. Like that, that's getting, if it was $35, I, I'd be like, whatever. It's fucking and worth we've it. already, we've accepted over the years that $59.99 is the price for a game yeah, and it's hard to swallow. Don't push it up because if, if you went off that next gen bullshit, then every single series, we would be at like $120 for a game right now because yeah. every game generation would go up 10 bucks and there's been, too many. Well, to and count. it was what was it? It was thirty nine ninety nine, and then it made the jump to thirty nine. No, no what I do you think mean? games when they made the jump from thirty nine. Dude, to I 59. still have. I still have a Sega Genesis title. Uh, the like t- <laughs> Tiny Tunes sports game. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that game was awesome. By the yeah. way, yeah, I still have that one at home in the original box with the price tag from Babbage's. If you remember that? Yeah, bullshit, I know Babbage's. which became Software, etc. <laughs> Uh, and it says fifty nine ninety nine on it. Yes. So I mean, they were fifty nine ninety nine. I mean, I believe Nintendo games were sixty well, bucks. F- okay. So this is what I. So cartridge games were really expensive. Cartridge games were yeah. very expensive. What were PlayStation? Because games? Nintendo sixty four is when cartridge games. That was like the. So this. I think the PS one games were cheaper than sixty four because sixty four cartridges were like seventy five bucks or something crazy sometimes. Now, this is all just based off of my old memory now. 
I remember the N64 games were crazy expensive at the time. Yeah, I think they were like 60 bucks. And then... I I could be wrong, but... But I think PlayStation games were $39.99. PS1 games were generally like $39.99. I don't remember. And then I think Nintendo was like, yeah, but the cartridges are so expensive, but they're reliable something stupid about cartridges yeah reliable see the blow in every single one there's a cartridge (laughs) it's like yeah right it's just so you can see the big thing sticking out of the console 49.99 for playstation one and xbox one games for 49.99 for og not xbox Xbox one but xbox sorry Xbox. Xbox. xbox yeah all right and then they would, yeah, they, but they would be as low as $44. But so then Sega then, Genesis and Super Nintendo games would be anywhere between $50 and $120. Well, and PC games were never in that. Console, consoles are the only time that PC games yeah. started getting brought up to that price, I think. $120. That's fucking crazy. What? There were some games on, on Genesis yeah. and Super Nintendo. Uh, well, I remember uh, Final Fantasy VII, I think, was $70 or something. like. It was really it like expensive. a bunch of discs. It had 55 right? discs, I think. No. Yeah, no. N64 games were 69 to 89 bucks. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Damn. Well. That's a lot of money. I guess they've always just been expensive. But they don't need to keep getting more expensive, especially when they, they have less content. Yeah. I think it was just a shot going from PC to console. Yeah. I think that was kind of because early 2000s, late 90s, uh, 99.9% of my gaming was PC. Xbox 360 is when I started really going like console gaming a lot. Only time I played on a console before that was essentially for Halo and Madden. Yeah. Um, but it was PC stuff. But PC games were always pretty cheap. Relative. Well, don't buy Godfall. I won't. You can come over and play if you want. I won't. Maybe maybe it'll be one of those games where they go, oh man, we had such a good foundation for this that, you know, we're going to do a remake and we're just going to blow the whole thing up and make a really good game out of it. That happens sometimes. You mean like that other one? I can't even remember what it was called. No Man's Sky? No. Oh. The um, one that wanted to be Destiny? Oh, Anthem. Yeah, there you go. Anthem. Yeah. And there's, uh, what was the other? I mean, Destiny. O- OG Destiny. When it came out, was like, man, this is awesome for 30 minutes. And then they did some, they made some changes in like the first either expansion or just before it. No, it was, it didn't get good until. Uh, year one. End of year one. Oh, what's his name? The big boss expansion. The big dude. Crota. No, it was the first major expansion for Destiny 1. Um, it brought like a ton of new game play and it changed everything. Uh, I'll consult with Google and I'll t- Taken King. Yeah, that was Crota. Taken King was, was Crota. Crota? Yeah. Was that his name? Crota. I should know this. We Crota were, and Oryx. We were gonna Crota was Oryx. the son of Oryx. Oryx was the bad, the bad dude at the end. The okay, so yeah. then no, then Taken King wasn't because they did the same thing with D two. No, which one was which one was Crota? I mean, all those expansions were good, but Taken King was the one that changed 
like everything, everything. about it. And so, it was a full expansion. But there was one before there was a point before that where it was like just several months after release that the game I don't remember why, but they did something to the game that made it more I think they just added more quality of life changes. So there was Dark Below, which I think was the one with Crota. Yeah, that sounds right. And then the one that added all the crazy changes was Taken King and then Rise of Iron. Rise of but Iron was Taken awesome. King added like all that stuff. Yeah. Well, Rise of Iron was cool but too late. Um Yeah. Taken King was just awesome. And Taken King brought everybody actually, back to I the like, game. Yeah, I liked Dark Below. Well, I was raiding a lot pretty like weekly with pre-Taken King and Taken King, but it wasn't when Destiny came out. It was a long time after it, but it was before Taken King because I was doing a lot of uh, Atheon. Uh, I forget the name of the rate. Vault of Glass rating. Yeah, and then there was House of Wolves as well. House of Yeah, that was for the... That was um, the second expansion. Elders, Prison mm-hmm. of Elders. Yeah, and then Taken King was their... That was the biggest expansion they had. It was marking the end of year one of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing. They did the same thing with D2. Right? Well, and with, Beyond Light right now is really cool. They made a lot of yet. really good changes. I haven't installed on the PS5. Because so, it's cross it. right? I don't know if they did it for PS5. And Damn it. I think they didn't do it for PS5 and Xbox right. Crossplay. Well, let's move on to the next bit of news. So Vaccines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's a pretty exciting. It should be exciting. They don't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, exciting news is um, a vaccine actually give adults autism now. <laughs> so f- fuck those. Oh but Jesus Christ! In reality, it's like Pfizer and Bi. That's the worst name. BioNTech. Bi- um, BioNTech. Can you spell it? B i o n t e c h. Okay. So you got bio in there, but then you had an N, and now it's turned Bion into tech. Bion, Bion tech. But maybe it is Biontech. Biontech. It kind of s- sounds like like a something out of like the X-Men or something. Yeah, that's like true. R- rocks on. Bi- Biontech. It's just bothering me. You just call it Biotech. It's Bion- fine. Biontech. <laughs> and for, just stuck on so that part. Both of them became uh, the first to file for emergency use authorization with the Damn. FDA for coronavirus vaccine. Sweet. Um, well, I know that Pfizer. Wait, had, was this because of Trump? Did he do all this? He had the warp speed program. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody did see that when Pfizer came out and said, hey, so far we're at 90% success rate on our yeah. vaccine. And shortly we'll be shortly we'll be applying for emergency authorization with the FDA. And now the great thing is, is they've got it up to 95%. I think Moderna nice. is another company that said they have a 95%. Well, Moderna. Moderna, sorry. Yeah, I, think. I have a, I think you're right. I have a, also were a 95%. Pfizer said they were able to get this, to jump this thing up in a couple of weeks, big time, unfortunately, because the explosion of coronavirus cases again. So it gave yeah. them a much bigger sample size. And they would actually got better numbers, I think, than they anticipated. So, yeah, when they released that, then the CEO, well, and then uh, so Pence and Trump and I think Trump Jr., uh, yeah. um, who two out of those three have had coronavirus, which is comical now. Um, the other one probably did and just won't admit it. He's a fucking robot. 
but <laughs> well, maybe it can infect his circuitry, his Android body. Yeah, no, the worst Android body ever. So, or is it the best because you don't expect it? That's true. Is there any way you could make him look like an old, expressionless man? <laughs> like, all right, done. Who can barely talk in public? Sure. That's why he didn't notice the fly. <laughs> it was. It doesn't. I know. That's how they gave reflexes. it away. Yeah. When it starts crawling on his eye, and then inside of his, I eye. feel like that was in a. <laughs> in, oh, that was in Westworld when you yeah. figured out. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so they they start going on Twitter taking credit for this and yay the warp speed program and with all this funding and and then Pfizer I think their CEO uh, I forget her name because um, I just know CEO names all over the place I don't but I forget what her name is she came out immediately and was like um excuse me the government had nothing to do with this they yeah. funded no research on this. Um, this was us and we didn't need the U S government to get this done. And then I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get that. And I'm not like, whoa, cool, huge proponent of Pfizer. I'm sure they're a great company. Well, they're also not even an American company. Um, not that that necessarily matters, but they tried and then they're like, no, we gave them $2.5 billion. And then they're like, no, no, no. You pre-ordered $2.5 billion. So then people start saying, well, isn't that the same thing as investing? And no, it's not at all. No, I'm not investing yeah, in a video it, game company yeah. if I pre-order their game. Exactly. And if you don't get your vaccine, you get your money back, you dipshit. It's just ordering a product. Yeah. Standard American capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> this is it's just commerce. It's yeah. just a retail transaction and then everybody going around man, his Twitter, I love to honestly go through his Twitter and it's Trump. Fucking, yeah, it's, it's insane. It's fucking hilarious what people yeah. just what people respond in there. And one of them, one of the big ones will and it was more than one person that was well, isn't that an investment? And then you're just like, oh fuck, are you that stupid? It's a yes. pre order financial you, literacy, my friend. Yes. You've pre ordered many things. <clears throat> and then they would still well, I would consider that an investment when I'm investing in their product. No, you're buying their product. Yeah. You don't get a dividend yeah, or a return on your return investment. Your return on that is not. You get the product you ordered. How that's cool not would an, that be, though, if every time you bought something, you were just investing in the yeah, company? Yeah, that would be amazing. And you know what? That's probably a great business model that's going to make somebody billions of dollars. So if anybody's listening and steals that, you it's owe right us. here. We invested in yeah, you. Yeah, we're going to yeah. sue you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I hope they work it out. I would love to get a vaccine. Yeah, I would too. I'm tired of this shit. I am as well. I think everybody is, yeah. obviously. But wear a goddamn mask, please. Let's just, let's just getting a vaccine just will be fantastic. But it's not going to be. It's going to be a long time because they have to. It has to be those that are vulnerable and frontline workers first, yeah. and they know it's going to be tough. But I'm I'm mostly curious about how multiple different vaccines are going to get rolled out. And that'll be a... I'm also curious about the longevity of the vaccines. Like, if yeah. it's going to be like, you have to get a vaccine every three months. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, if that's the case... This case, whatever. Fine, but... Whatever. We are human not. beings, <laughs> and if you found a way to protect your species from a virus yeah. and a disease, use it. Don't be like, eh, you know, it's not... Or it's just, I, you know, I don't think it's organic. And... You're, it's protecting you from a fucking disease, all right? Yeah, just, and other one of the, people. Yeah, it's just one of those f- things you might have Speaking to Speaking of with. which, I mean, this is going to, I think this is going to come out before Thanksgiving, right? What? Yeah. So d- don't don't go to your families. Just don't travel. Yeah. 
God this, damn it. And, there's so many people like, and I have to think this huge influx of coronavirus cases, it's just so conveniently right after Halloween. I saw so many people walking around without masks. Oh, I mean, they had masks on, but they yeah, weren't wearing. Yeah, boring, masks. most boring Halloween ever. And people Nobody handing had out candy on. and shit. I'm like, that's millions of people touching stuff and yeah. eating stuff. And so I Jesus saw. Jesus Christ. In Katie's grandparents' neighborhood. We just want to preserve our traditions. Well, in Katie's grandparents' neighborhood, people left signs and they said, hey, sorry, not this year. Yeah. Or people left something. They just, they would just leave. I like, stood at the end of my driveway with my shotgun. And they I'm just, just <laughs> I did not. They do just that, left. Just so. They would just leave something like, yeah. or they would just put like something in a plastic bag and leave individual plastic bags for somebody to pick up. But the what was fucked up is those community, like that is a pretty small community. They had their thing that they were doing, but then one of the neighbors' family members got wind that there was. It was like regular Halloween there. That really wasn't the case. So they brought like 900 other fucking people from extended family to like crash this neighborhood party. None of them would wear masks. They're all just running around like assholes. They're as far as like they're trying to get everybody to like, hey, let's form this giant squad and go trick or and you're like, what the fuck, man? It's because people are dumb. Go home. Yeah. They're and dumb. They they think that it's impossible to tell their kids that they can't have a Halloween. Who cares? Yeah. Cares, just don't have one. Do something different. You can still have a Halloween. Just you do just don't have to go home. get candy from people's porches. Lazy bastards. Just have a little party at your house with your immediate family. And you and can just, you can carve pumpkins. Yeah. Watch a watch a spooky movie and and make some. Keep all you know. What's cool is you can make popcorn and you can put some food coloring in it and make it look real spooky. And then the kids are like, oh, my God, it's green popcorn. Yeah. Oh, it's boogers. Dry right. ice and popcorn that looks yeah. like boogers and blood. That's it's disgusting. Cool. It's cool, though. <laughs> yeah. It's better I than mean, getting a horrible disease and giving it to other people. Yeah, it's Ugh. people like your kid can still dress up and hang around. That's all Jackson cared about. As long yeah. as he wore a costume. He's fine. He was cool. Kids don't know anything. Plus, he always makes sure he, he makes sure he wears a he gets a costume that he can wear year round. That's awesome. Because he does wear it. He had Spider-Man from last year and Thor from this year. Did he combine them, become Spider-Thor? Because uh, that is really he cool. He did. He did. Well, he did wear his Spider-Man mask with his Thor outfit. Well, um, that's the inverse, but that works. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that's Thor getting the short end of the stick, whereas he, the other one, Spider-Thor, is Spider-Man. Yeah. Wield I'm, the sure, I'm sure it'll, it'll happen. Make its way through. Sometimes you wake up and you <laughs> see that he's fully clothed and... Or he's fully dressed for the day in a Spider-Man costume. That's or, awesome. And I was like, that's cool. It's a cool looking costume too. So I was like, is he working out? Because he should work out no, and be actually, able to like do backflips. No, and shit. he does because he does. He watches these YouTube videos that somebody's put together, which are superhero workout videos. Awesome. And it's some guy makes them. So he puts his costume on for PE because he's doing so his PE time every day. He puts his costume on and then he goes in the living room, puts on the YouTube workout videos and does. And it's hilarious and ridiculous looking. But <laughs> I'm, That's I'm, adorable. Yeah, it's cool, though. Okay. Well, uh, as you all heard from last time, we have our news. Nope. We just did our news. We have our new segment. Ta-da, we have news. Yeah. <laughs> we have segment. more news. It's a new segment. Uh, last time it seemed to be pretty popular. We had a lot more listens. Listens? Is that 
maybe downloads. I don't know what the hell you do. They all make sense. Yeah. We had more of them than we normally do, which is great. Uh, we still don't have any like people poking us on Twitter. We have like one follower on Twitter. We should, hey, that's cool. Just go goddamn follow us on Twitter. Yeah. OSML podcast. OSML podcast. Do it. Uh, maybe I'll put it in the description oh, next yeah. time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot that to do sense. that. Um, anyways, it's my turn. Steven did it last time. We talked about some really weird shit from World War One and World War Two, which I was not aware of. I still actually lost sleep over the fact that for some reason <laughs> I had thought that World War One went from like or World War One had gone from like nineteen seventeen to nineteen to like twenty one or something, and not nineteen fourteen to nineteen seventeen. It's okay. It still bothered me. You're an American. Yeah. That's true. You know, we war happened when I say it happened. We don't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it works. We don't have the best history here in America so, in terms of education. We're just taught about America. Yeah, we don't really learn everything else. Everybody else learns everything else. Well, we don't even really learn everything about no America. It's all fake. We hear a bunch of fake shit about America. Yeah, it's stupid. Anyways, mine, mine is interesting. It also has a little bit to do with World War One. Kinda, World War One adjacent, I would say. So today, we're gonna talk about number stations. Yeah, <laughs> which sounds yes, like a thing for does. kids. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <clears throat> I had heard of it. Like when you asked me before, I'd heard of it. But so when you said number stations, I literally I just thought like like a like a something that like the something like in the line at the DMV, right. you take a number. It's and definitely not. That, so I'm yeah. going to I'm going to play a segment of a number station. Oh, cool. And then we'll talk about it. This is dope, right? Yeah. Just want to put a sick beat behind this. It just goes on like this. I'll skip ahead. See if it changes. Three, nine, seven, one, five. Three, nine, seven, one, five. Three. So that is called the Lincolnshire Poacher. It's one of the more famous number stations. Uh, that can be found <clears throat> on a shortwave radio if you have the frequency. Uh, at the top of each hour. Yeah, it it's terrifying. It's, it's weird. It's so right? creepy and weird, and it reminds me of if you were to try and walk around any major international city, but if you went to walk around like Moscow mm -hmm. or um, or uh, Washington D.C. and you could probably look for and find and and find markings for drops and stuff like that for for spies and that's kind of just one of those weird creepy things that's not supposed to be that you're not supposed to be able to see yeah and it's so weird cuz you just see this whole so, other i'm going to play one more cuz it's also good Five, four, zero, six, 
So that one is uh, dubbed the English lady. So <clears throat> for all of you out there, you don't know what number stations are. If you get yourself a ham radio or shortwave radio, and you can go online, Google number stations, and you can find all these. There's hundreds of frequencies that have these. Uh, they're just mysterious messages, generally voices, um, reading random groups of numbers interspersed with sounds, uh, bizarre musical stuff, uh, and sometimes just complete nonsense. Like it'll be buzzing or gongs. It's very strange. Um <clears throat> Nobody has ever admitted to broadcasting them except for the KGB. Yeah. And intelligence agencies have traditionally denied their use and they're technically unlicensed. So they're well, really, makes, yeah. really hard to track. They're, uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, they're, they're used for spies. That's the whole point. Um, but it's one of the few ways of communicating with a spy that is completely un, it's untraceable and you can't decipher it. And there's no connection. There's no trail of communication. Right. And you can be almost anywhere in the world yeah. and receive this message as long as you have the time and the station. Um, so basically, <clears throat> the only way that these spies can decipher is with a thing called a one-time pad. It's really interesting. It's a, it, They look crazy. It's just a little tiny booklet of paper with a bunch of random numbers and groups or, you know, sometimes letters. Um, and what this, uh, the number stations do, if you, you heard those series of, of numbers, so they call out uh, like sets of numbers or page or whatever. It depends on, you know, yeah. what is sending them out. But that's the only way to decipher. They just listen to that and then it tells them something. Um, <clears throat> number stations... Uh, are believed to be used by MI5, CIA, KGB, Mossad. Uh, it's an easy way for them to get messages to agents in the field. There has been a few that have been caught and like a few spies that have been mm -hmm. caught and then, you know, their messages translated. Um, one of which, well, was actually done by the uh, the KGB. They captured. Uh, so KGB captured a spy? Or? <laughs> yeah. So from 1945 to 1956, the CIA and the British Secret Intelligence Service dispatched agents to support anti-Soviet guerrillas in the Baltic states, Belarus, and Ukraine. Most were captured with their radio transmitters and code books. Uh, the KGB used these codes to force captured agents to send signals back to their masters to lure in more agents. And then, because the KGB is just so awesome, in 1988... They showed off these code books and transmitters in a TV movie called The Game, literally mocking all of these other, you know, Secret Service things. Um, the FBI recruited a source inside the Communist Party of the United States. It observed many uh, coded messages sent by the Soviets to U.S. communists. The Bureau decoded these messages with decoding instructions it had received from the spy that had infiltrated the KGB, as seen in publicly released F FBI files about Operation Solo. Operation Solo is really interesting, too. That's a different day, but yeah. you should check that out. Uh, in 1983, the KGB uncovered CIA agent Alexander... I This is the last name is so hard to say. Ogorodnik, I think. So Alexander Ogorodnik, a he Soviet tried. diplomat who was receiving tasking from American numbers broadcasts. Another well-known case is the um, 2001 Cuban 5. Have you heard of those? No. 
So <laughs> Cuban spies were caught and shortwave broadcasts were used in the case against them. The numbers message was sent to the spies via radio, but they used a laptop to decrypt them. So the laptop had a special decode program on a floppy disk. Um, so that was their downfall. That was, yeah. yeah. Talk about the stupid, what is the point <laughs> of the numbers machine? Yeah. If you're just going to use something that has a digital signal or footprint. Right. What the f- uh, in 2013, a German couple was put on trial for spying for Russia and giving away military secrets. They too had received messages from shortwave and were actually caught during, during. receiving the message. Um, finally, the infamous uh, Russian spy ring of 2010 was said to use radiograms. So that's what the military will call it. So if you ever read like military documents and they mention radiograms, uh, radio message or transmissions, they're talking about number stations. Cool. They just don't call them number stations. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's man, like going into this, it's crazy. Cause there's so much, like there's so many of them and they're still active today. Well, and there's you kind of have that are to, because today. also you would never want somebody to be able to pinpoint, find them right. to just turn to it and then be able to pinpoint. Well, obviously anybody in this, this is obviously the only one anybody's using yeah. or at least narrow things down. And then you have no idea what nations or even broadcasting. No, there's like, there's no way to track yeah. where it's coming from. Sure. So it's uh, a lot of times what they predict is that like Russia uses a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but they're not in Russia. Like a lot of times they'll set these radio stations up in just random places yeah. throughout the world. Uh, and usually it's like this. Uh, this they've found a few that are abandoned, and it, they're just like little shacks with, with a an small radio tower mm-hmm. that you wouldn't even be able to tell. It's in the middle of the woods or something. Yeah. Um, and it's still broadcasting until they shut it down. But uh, I'm yeah, I'm sure that weird. there's ones that are completely un- unmanned or even they're just abandoned and still running that have either. I mean, if they're hooked up to a consistent source of power, they could be. Um, but unless they're using like generators or uh, um, batteries, a lot of times they're tapping into public power, power, public power. Yeah, which is it's. It's just crazy. And uh, what I find most interesting is that there's a lot of people who study these. N- they've never decoded a single one except for the ones where they were captured. Yeah. But all the ones that are just on air, they can't because they, you know, it requires the one time. Well, that's the thing is you don't even the, the thing is, is you don't even know who the message is for. Nope. So that's when you're looking at certain types of cryptography as a cryptographer, you generally are decrypting something and having an idea of who it's for or what it's for or where it's from. This is one right. of those strange things where you're just like. And some of the, the uh, captured spies, like the messages they were receiving, even they, the messages that were decrypted were cryptic. Yeah. They would be like, congratulate all women on like female pride day or something. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck does this mean? Like, this isn't what the hell. Or like, um, I think it was during. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. It was during one of the transitions of power in Russia, but one of the the number stations just went out. All it was saying was the number five all day. Just piat, 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 like over and over and over again, which means five in Russian. Um, and then it just stopped. Like after that day, it was just one day where it just said five thousands of times it must have it had to have just been like a standby or something something like, it's just super don't do weird anything 
I don't know. I'm totally speculating. Somebody who knows would be like, you idiot. It's, well, that's the thing is like so many, there's so much, but so little is known. Yeah. Like, and it's, the crazy part is when asked about it, like MI5 is just, they've answered, they've been like, it's not for public consumption. And that's like their only comment. Sure. They don't say anything else. And so. Plus he loves saying things like that. <laughs> right. Um, I think the weirdest thing though is that there, there are messages that have been the same message for 30 years. That just yeah just keeps going just is there, uh, and it's they're creepy. So I listen to like probably fifty of these things. Some of them are very eerie. Yeah, like, like it's just it's super creepy. It's very strange. And what's funny is like people are they stumble upon them because like they it's not every day. It's not sure. It's specific also timing. ham ham radio enthusiasts. I'm sure just like oh hey well I've hopped on this frequency and now. I'm scared. Yeah, and there's there's people that's people that's their whole life is studying these things, which is also I could see you get thing. I could see you getting sucked into a rabbit hole yeah. of just trying. So to- one of the guys I was watching again, I I've, I'm spacing on his name, but he he's basically just obsessed. Like he I, well, can't he, get him out of his brain. Anybody can have a tangible part in the global spy games that are constantly happening between between the powers. And that's kind of I could see that as being addicting. Like like I was saying, as far as you could probably go to Moscow or Moscow, I say, but like anybody could probably go to Washington, D.C. right now, walk around the city and in public places, find find drops, find mark. You've just find you'll probably be able to find just chalk marks in places, Hmm. mailboxes, just random stuff like that, because it's not like somebody comes by and fixes it later. Nobody wants to be associated with that, but it's just this, if you probably run, there's lots of things that people never see that they don't realize is some kind of marking for communication. And I think in some of these major cities um, where you have a lot of embassies and stuff like that, that you can probably find these kinds of, these kinds of marks it's you allows you to just have this weird connection and involvement in the world of espionage like i could see being obsessed because you're like one day i'm gonna learn something (laughs) i'm gonna figure it out but i i mean the ones that translate morris code what's funny is they're they're still translating just a series of numbers. numbers yeah um what's really interesting though is that part of the reason they do this especially like um Spies that are in America from other countries. Yeah. Because let's not all, you know, pretend that that doesn't exist. There's tons of them. Um, They do it because generally they're just caught with a shortwave radio. Yeah. They'll hide their their one-time pad somewhere. Um, But if they are caught for whatever reason, they're usually just let go because all they have is a shortwave radio. And that's not enough. Like, even though this is clearly... Like a thing, our government won't hold them any longer because it's well, just, and you're it's just, just under subs- suspicion. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can get from. There's nothing you can get from them legally. Yeah, let's just put it that way. Um, but there's it's it's just so primitive mm-hmm. that it's perfect. It works flawlessly for what you need it to do. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of um, so like different countries will attempt to jam them, mm-hmm. but that's really hard to jam a radio station. You basically have to broadcast on the same station, mm-hmm. but then with more power. I imagine. Just, yeah. So like um, number yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is really interesting. So. <clears throat> Historical examples of jamming include the E-10, a number station thought to originate from Israel's Mossad intelligence agency, uh, being jammed by the Chinese music station thought to originate from the People's Republic of China, and usually used to jam Taiwan Sound of Hope radio broadcasts, which are anti-PRC in nature. Mm-hmm. So it's there is a, also like... And it's all speculation. Yeah, it's it's super weird, man. Like I don't... I don't know. I went down like Hannah brought this up to me, and I was like, "This is this is so creepy." Uh, I don't know. I've I don't, only I don't like <laughs> I've only known of it from books and from books and movies or documentaries or whatever. But they it was never explained. There's a movie called The Number Station starring John Cusack. All right, I'm gonna watch it now. 2013. Features a CIA-run number station in the British countryside. Uh, there's also a 2013 horror movie called Banshee Chapter. Features a number station transmitting from the Black Rock Desert in Nevada. Fringe had some number stations on it. So it's been in, I mean, it. it's known about. It's very. It's known about, but I think people don't, I think people probably see it and just for the most part, I'm also, I'm speaking from, this could be, I could be completely wrong, is they assume it's kind of like this tool that only, that don't like, oh, this is a movie or this is TV. You can't just hop on and you can't just hop on and listen to a number station or this is something they wouldn't use anymore. It's too archaic. And then I think, no. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. It's very interesting. I think, um, I think what, what really gets me the most is that there's, there's just so much and that their new ones are being found all the time because well, people are stumbling you, upon them exactly. and then reporting them. Well, and it's just you, you always are, you just know that it's this omnipresent world and shadow diplomacy and shadow communication rings and spy rings that are just going on constantly. And like, why would you want to? Right? Wouldn't, like, wouldn't you call your boss and be like, "No, <laughs> give me another station"? Yeah, it's it's. I'm not listening to that anymore. I'm already paranoid as fuck out here. I'm living this crazy amount of anxiety being a spy <laughs> in the U.S. soil, and you're gonna make me listen to this shit. Yeah, some of them, like, I listened to, like I said, quite a bit of them, and they are, man, they're just, they're just weird. We'll, uh, we'll play this one real quick. So this is the gong station. This one just plays all day. How do you get from that?
why do they want it to be so creepy? What is I, the, why does it, like, why does it already want it to, it's, to scare yeah. you away from the radio station? Come it's on. It's super weird, but it makes me wonder, like, how many layers of, of, communication. like, yeah, communication yeah. and, 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 and. Just like data it's is in there. Like crazy. Well, how much of that is relevant to the data right. that they actually need to to extrapolate from that? Yeah. Yep. So, I'm, that's all I got. I'm just going to leave it at that creepy, creepy shit. That's cool, man. There's all kinds of cool. I'm fascinated with the Cold War. Um, I just love everything. I mean, I don't love everything about the Cold War, but I love the... It was just such an interesting time. Yeah. So not that this is just Cold War, but it just it reminds me of so much stuff. Just so much of the crazy in yeah. ingenuitive espionage that well, I, was. I love that it's still relevant today because it is untraceable. Yeah. So it, it gets around cell phones and the internet and satellites and all the other garbage that people try to use. And it's just, it's like a, it's classic, so to speak classic espionage yeah and it's i mean so <laughs> much of so much of the espionage that's still done is i mean a lot of information is provided and advantages are provided with the use of technology but it's also a lot of the stuff is just still really bare bones tradecraft type of work that has yeah. to be done like this it's very strange well, I hope everyone enjoyed that weird, weird one. Go out and listen to some number stations. They'll that's, definitely not give you nightmares at all. Yeah, that's, I won't <laughs> listen to them, but they're, it's Some are cool. really, like, there was one that literally was just like, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 One, beep, boop, 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 like, Yeah, it's still, five. the whole idea yeah. is creepy to me. <laughs> I'm fascinated by it, but the whole thing is kind of, kind of scary. It's. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, I think it's I think that's how we cool. should start communicating. Yeah. I'll get a radio. Uh-huh station yep and do start it. sending some i couldn't do it i'd just be like five seven <laughs> three fuck five. hey uh, just uh, you know what <laughs> here's three means call me yeah just give me it just text me it's yeah, way faster <laughs> all right well everyone have a good uh rest of the week enjoy your thanksgiving be safe yeah don't, don't do stupid stay stuff home. just eat some turkey at your house yeah. mm. Get like one of those frozen turkey meals. I had the deep fried turkey Arby sandwich and that was so oh, good. It was so that good. That sounds good. It was good. Deep fried turkey. Deep fried turkey. Oof. That's so, trans fat. Yep. That's good. That was a, heart. Yeah. <laughs> I ate one of those the other day and it was so good. Wait, did we just endorse Arby's? Uh, they, they owe have us money now? The meat. This is an advertisement for Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. It's not. Yeah. If Arby's is. But listening. they do have the meats. Yeah, they, they do have the meats. With that, everyone enjoy yourself. Go get some Arby's. See you later. Bye. <laughs> they do.